Hey everyone, how are you? It is the sensational Saturday edition. I am King Sean, House of Anden, Hand of Stephen, Kingdom of God. And at the time of the start of this recording, it was in fact 7.37. On a Saturday, on my name day, or the anniversary of my name day, it was in fact 48 years ago today that the wonderful gift of, you know, God gave me my calling, Sean Stephen Von Den. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked today. I've been, uh, I've been drinking a little bit of, uh, White Russians in celebration and tribute to the Big Lebowski for my third, 48th birthday. And, uh, yeah, Freudian slip feeling like I'm 30, I'm telling you, really. Uh, no, lots of really, really, really good things going on. Uh, just got off a Facebook chat with uh, Melanie and looks like we're going to be ready to go very, very, very soon. Uh, Tuesday is the official launch. Um, I'm having another chat with uh, Melanie on a Zoom meeting tomorrow, so I will have more details about that soon. I just wanted to talk to you today because, uh, because yeah, it's my name day, and I'm celebrating, and there's so many good things going on. I started a new book. Uh, it's it's called The Truth of the Common Law, Redefined. Uh, so I'm going to be uh, giving you a little bit of an insight about that. I think I mentioned that I was going to potentially work on a new book. That's official now. I am going to be writing a new book. It is being writ right now. So that's encouraging. That's one of the ways that I was celebrating my birthday today. So, you know, let people judge if they wish to judge. I'm feeling a little more lucid than I usually do. I'm uh, two and a half white Russians in tonight, and I've really been looking forward to having this call. I think I'm pretty much done with drinking, by the way. That's about as much as uh, the white Russians as I can handle. But uh, I did want to chime in with you tonight before I zone out and go to bed for the day. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for being here for this Sensei Sean. Haha, <laughs> get it? Sensei Sean, sensation, sensational Saturday edition. I am going to be teaching some stuff soon, and that's uh, very exciting. So I'll be talking a little bit more about that in the very near future. Thank you very much for being here. I'll be right back after this short break. All right, everyone, welcome back. Uh, thank you again for joining me tonight. Um, I do believe this will be a slightly shorter show this evening, uh, but I did want to tell you that, you know, I, I really have been stoked about this new opportunity uh, for this new platform, 
which is going to be called Unguru. If I haven't mentioned that here, that is the name of the new podcast that I will be, uh, well, sorry, I shouldn't say podcast, new platform. I'm going to be a part of it. I'm using the word platform because I'm not entirely sure how to define exactly what it is that this uh, community of people represents. So platform is the word that I'm using right now. Uh, But anyway, it's a uh, community of individuals like myself. And when I say like myself, I mean people who really, truly understand, uh, you know, what's going on in this world legally, lawfully, in the public, in the private. That's generally how most people refer to uh, the kind of things that I'm doing is basically I'm operating in what would be known as a private capacity. Um, and the private capacity is basically based, fundamentally based anyway, on the law of contract. And that brings me to what I would most like to be talking about today for this sensational Saturday edition is that my new book, I want to call it The Truth of the Common Law. And then, you know, underneath in smaller type, redefined. And the reason I want to do that is because I truly believe that the legal system that is in place right now is perfect. Okay, that's probably the very most single controversial thing about me with respect to other people who might be in this movement. There's a lot of people who perceive the entire system to be corrupt, to be, you know, kind of rigged, if you will so that the powerful players always win. And that may actually still prove to be true. But as far as the courts are concerned, we're not 100% sure about that yet. But what we do know to be true is that if all of us are equal in law, at law, and before the law, then there is remedy for pretty much anything that's going on. And so... One of the things that I've been talking about on my blog for a lot of years without necessarily properly disclaiming is the common law. And I don't define that. And the reason I don't define that is because so many people have uh, conflicting ideas about what the common law is, what it might mean. Uh, And for example, Some would say that the common law are the established laws of the land as they are established by uh, the legislative authorities within that uh, region of jurisdictional authority. So in Canada, for example, that would mean that you cannot open carry a gun in Canada because that's not part of Canada's legal system. But if you go past the 49th parallel or into the United States, then you can carry a gun because that's part of the U.S. Constitution. So that's the law of the land. 
So that law is not necessarily common to both Canadians and Americans, and yet some would presume that that is the common law in both countries. And I'm basically suggesting that both people who share either one of those perspectives are correct. And the reason that's true is because everything is essentially based in contract law and Canadian people have contracted to acquiesce or give consent to a different constitution of laws than that of the American people. So that's primarily what has happened there between the Canadian and the US government with respect to the right to bear arms. So <clears throat> I guess what's interesting for me, especially now that I'm celebrating a name day and that I'm getting to share this story with you is that these, like a lot of the things that I'm talking about and will be talking about in the future are things that I inherently knew to be true from the time I was like five years old, before I ever understood anything about the law and what all of that might mean. And it's incredible how far we come away from that before we get back to the basics that really are the foundation for the common laws that govern our world today. And so after talking to a couple of people on Zoom meetings about my perspectives and what I'm doing in the common law and the laws that govern our universe right now, it occurred to me that for the first time that I at least do have a level of knowledge now where I can speak on this topic with a reasonable amount of experiential knowledge. And that's different from, you know, studying because it's easy enough to go to, you know, Google and look up the definition of the common law. And we will do that um, just to compare the definition of the common law to what I suggest the common law truly is. And I'm not going to do that now for the very same reason that, I mean, I can't, there's no way I can prove to anybody listening to this call that I'm not going to be researching what Google has to say about the common law before I write my book. I'm going to write my position on what I believe the common law is, why I believe it's applicable everywhere, why I believe that it applies to everyone and why I not only believe that it applies to everybody, but why I believe that if it does not, in fact, apply to everybody, it isn't the law. So those are a lot of kind of big philosophical sounding ideas, but I want to condense them all into a very, very easy to comprehend. Anybody off the street can pick up this book and know and understand what the common law is and what their common law rights are when they walk into any common law court, which of course will be any court of the world.
Okay, and it's basically based on the foundation that uh, in order for us to have a foundation of justice in the world, there must be law. And if law and law is established by man to accomplish justice, then the laws that are applicable to one man must be applicable to all of man. That would be the common laws that apply to all of us. And I believe that that philosophy, in fact, I don't just believe that philosophy is enforced in our world. I can now prove that, or I can at least prove that that exists in Canada. And by the same token, because I can prove it exists in Canada, I can prove it exists in any number of other countries in the world that are also bound to the same contractual obligation. So for this Saturday, um, because I haven't actually started the very first segment of my Letters Out Loud series, which was something else I was considering to do today, but instead got sidetracked with the beginning of my new book. Um, yeah, uh, my new book may very well be something that, I don't know, I don't believe in charging anybody for anything. So I can't see that I'm actually going to charge people for this book, but I can see that I might make the book, I don't know, um, available to members of the new site uh, and delayed or something to the rest of my blog listeners. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But <laughs> because at this point I don't know and this is just a work in progress, uh, and because the launch date is now scheduled for approximately Tuesday, that's what we're hoping for is Tuesday for an official launch. Uh, what I decided I would do today is talk about what I did get written on my book for my name day, which is the celebration of, I don't know. Yeah, this is the thing I'm most proud of doing today. So I wanted to share it with you. So here we go. Um, write a new book, common law, preface, why am I writing this book? Uh, the first reason I am writing this book is because I believe the people of the world commonly believe that the law should represent justice. In order for all of man's kind to be equal in law before law and in law, there must be a foundation of and for law that is of common jurisdiction. The other reason I felt the undertaking of this book was necessary is to clear, clarify what the common law means As many have suggested, the common law is the law of the land. Uh, the laws that make drinking in public legal in one country and illegal in another. 
One suggests the common law is social custom, which is, while I propose, the common law is the universal. It is, is it possible that both can simultaneously be correct? Now remember, I've had two and a half uh, white Russians, and I think that's coming out a little bit in the read here. Uh, but anyway, these are my notes for my new book. That's the preface. That's the reason I'm writing this book. And uh, the final thought on this is uh, the truth of the common law is that law is universal and common to all of mankind. So, again, the reason I'm really excited about this book is because I believe the principles that are going to be presented in this book are 100% absolute and universal and what I'm going to be doing in this book is tying in these beliefs with actual truths that exist in our microcosm. I'll show you why this is true in Canada, why it's true in any other commonwealth country, and why it's true in any country whether it's commonwealth or not. So uh, yeah that's the excitement of my sensation all Saturday edition. Uh, thank you for sharing part of the preface of this book with me. Uh, I'm going to be finishing that, obviously. It's a work in progress, but, you know, I wanted to share that with you because the book, when it comes out, may be part of premium content on another platform sometime shortly. But, uh, you know, the benefit to being a regular listener or reader of my blog is that you will already know many of the you know concepts and philosophies that are going to be contained in that book so thank you all very much for being here tonight i appreciate you sharing my very sacred name day with me i love you all for being here have a wonderful evening All right, everybody, thank you very, very much for joining me for my sensational Saturday edition of the Kingdom of God podcast. Uh, this is actually the morning after now, so uh, <laughs> I'm feeling fabulous. Uh, and I do have my Zoom meeting with Melanie uh, just a couple of hours from now. Uh, so I'll have more information on the new site very shortly. Uh, and I just finished listening to what I recorded last night. Uh, I, I did make my way to bed very shortly after that recording. In fact, that's why I'm publishing it now, because I had to go over it this morning. I kind of left everything <laughs> mid-podcast. Uh, but anyway, um, I enjoyed listening to it because I thought it was a little bit funny. Uh, I almost never drink, by the way. Uh, that's that's part of the reason I thought it would be kind of fun to share that with you, because, uh, yeah, um, that would be my first taste of alcohol this year. <laughs> and I think the last time was maybe October or November of last year. I might have had some wine. But, uh, yeah, it's not something I do very often. Uh, so I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to share that with you. Uh, it felt like a little bit of a birthday celebration, at least for me, on a personal level. And uh, I am very pleased with the writing that I did uh, regarding my book or the start that I've got on it. Um, you know, it's, I don't know for anybody who's written a book, there's like a process that kind of goes into it. And, uh, you know, 
what I've written right now will of course change and be edited and everything else. But, uh, you know, getting that process started is half the battle really. Uh, you know, once, once that, you know, once it starts to have a framework attached to it, uh, the rest kind of falls into place. So I think I'm really, well, I know I'm already enjoying working on this book. So that's going to be something for me to look forward to something for you to look forward to as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have uh, a lot more exciting news regarding Unguru and the new platform that I'm going to be on very shortly. It, uh, you know, for those of you who do read my blog on a regular basis, it may end up postponing another television Tuesday for my blog where I do a bit of a spiritual interpretation of movies or film or television. And I'm working on V for Vendetta right now just because... Uh, well, for those that don't know, uh, although a few other people have kind of disputed this and they say that it does not, in fact, take place in 2020, if you read the cover of the DVD that was actually, you know, part of the launch for the film, it clearly states on the D DVD cover that in a uh, um, future dystopia of 2020. Uh, so... Um, I feel that that's especially well-timed because if you don't know the basic premise is that, uh, you know, a great plague takes over that allows the government to secure uh, a huge amount of power under emergency measures. And uh, as the movie progresses, it begins to look more and more as though the government were actually the ones who created the pandemic. They were simultaneously presuming to provide all the protection against. So, um, yeah, <laughs> kind of a good timely film to be talking about right now. Uh, and I may have to postpone that for one more week because the launch could be this Tuesday, which means I may be on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's, uh, I'm going to be busy. <laughs> That's all I know. So thanks again for tuning in tonight. And, uh, yeah, you'll have more stuff to look forward to here very shortly, including that Letters Out Loud series, which, uh, I may even get started on later this evening. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Love you lots. Ciao for now.